What is happening, fellow fantasy GM? I am JJ Wang. He is the very one DJ Dub with our powers to buy. We are the Fantasy Courier. Hey, well, JJ Wang, somehow, some way, we ended up on two shows a week. So I guess now we're going to be doing two shows a week. And this was this episode is totally for the people. The people have said, Fantasy Couriers, we want your rankings. I've had a couple people personally ask me for rankings and if we did rankings this week. And I said, well, we got to do it. It's too much work for me. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we're making you earn your underdog money. <laughs> yeah, it's probably one of my least one of my least favorite things to do when it comes to the podcast. But like you said, if people ask for it, I guess we got to do it. Yeah, I was talking to I'm one guy this week. Talking to one guy this week, and I said, you know, it's funny. Once we get to end season, we do basically two episodes, and each of us like one more than the other. You love the recap, recanting of this of the week episode, and I love looking forward. Whereas the and you don't like that one as much. It's kind of funny how the the sort of the different things pan out different ways. Um, I, I love looking at rankings and tiers and seeing where people go. And then what we need to make sure we do, we need to put a note somewhere is in February, we got to look back and see how much we botched. Am I going to pull a Calvin Ridley this year? He was my number one overall receiver last year. Whew. I mean, don't, I do, if we go back and look at that, I mean, you're going to find something where you're completely wrong on a lot. And yeah. you're going to find something that you're going to be right on. That's why I drop so many, I throw so many darts. I'm balancing on a couple, and then when I do hit on them, there's the ones that I focus on and point out make me look like a genius. Something's going to stick. So <laughs> this is this has went from a special to a regular episode. If you have anything for us, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Pop a note in YouTube comments. There's a our yearly Bold Predictions contest is coming soon. Details of the contest will be sent. You can hear us anywhere a podcast is heard. Obviously, if you're listening to us, it doesn't matter because you found us. But share us with your friends. The only way Courier Nation grows is with word of mouth. So get it out there. And... What we're going to do today is we are literally, this is just a ranking show. We're not going to go into the news. We might use some of the news in there. Monday will be more of a news show. Uh, this Thursday show will be more just about looking at our rankings, and we're going to do quarterbacks this week. Next week we'll go into running backs, and in the other weeks we'll do wide receivers and tight ends. So, J.J. Wang, I, I really want to know. I really, really want to know. Do you know. Do you know what time it is? Hut, hut, hut. Quarterbacks. Do you know how happy that made my son? Sure. So are you gonna are you gonna do that that same one for running backs? Just put running no, backs. No, no. We're, we're, my daughter is and works with me for a running backs one, so that will be coming. If you are listening to us on the podcast and you want to see our rankings, they will be on the YouTube video that we are posting, as well as they'll be posted on Instagram and Facebook. They'll be. All over the place, you can see the genius of our perfection. We know that every one we get here is going to come out correct because, I mean, we are the fantasy creators. We are yeah. the only small-town podcast with two sponsors. We are geniuses and only one with somebody foolish enough to wear a Tua jersey in public. So without further ado, what we are going to do this week is J.J. Wang and I – set up because we sort of look at rankings differently i look all over the place but i like numerical things just the way my brain works so basic numbered rankings and jj wing likes tiered rankings so we'll, we'll go with mine then we'll jump into his we'll trash each other's rankings defend some of our rankings and see where we end up so the first i have my quarter i'm gonna i've got two sets of rankings we'll do them in two sheets i have quarterback rankings just numerically ordered 
as I see that they should be drafted and or they might finish. So, J.J. Wang, when people look at these, some people say, well, that means Josh Allen should be your very first player you pick. That's the hard part about drafting, right? Yeah, you don't know. But when you get to, like, the top four or five guys, it's not necessarily who's the best. It's who, who's your favorite. I mean, that's how, you, that's how you pick, right? Like, I like Allen better. I'm sure there's somebody out there like Mahomes better. Probably somebody out there that likes Jackson better. But I will probably say out there that there's probably no one out there that likes Dak Prescott better. And that's where I'll start at first. Um, I, Dak Prescott's good fantasy-wise, don't get me wrong. But coming coming from last season, did you have Dak at all last season? Did you have him anywhere? I think I had him in our charity league. And, okay. No, I traded for him. I traded for him in that yeah. new dynasty league that we started. So the problem, the problem with Dak at the end of the season, yeah, he looked great, right? So – He's probably the most roller coaster quarterback in, in history. Like that first game, he had 35. He's like, oh, here we go. The next game, he pops like an eight. You're like, oh, no. Then he runs off a couple of good ones, and then he throws in like a three pointer. You're like, what is going on? Runs off a couple of good ones. And then at the absolute worst time last year, weeks 13, 14, and 15, he put up 14 points a game. That's your number one quarterback in the most important time. So maybe he burned a bridge with me. Maybe, but probably that, that's what you get when you get Dak Prescott. So that's my first issue. Yeah, for me with Dak, what's what's really shining? Like I moved him up higher than I think I've ever had him. I've never been a giant Dak guy. I see him more as a usually more as just like a just a toe the line, probably around a nine ten kind of guy. But the aspect that I'm hearing out of Cowboys camp that he's going to use his legs more. Legs for us, we thought you, both of us are leg quarterbacks, and most people are these days. The quarterback that runs, in order to be up there, I got Herbert at five, and he doesn't necessarily run. He just slings a snot out of the ball. But I think those those extra rushing, touch, those touches, those touchdowns, I think that hearing a, what I was listening to yesterday was talking about Pollard could become by de facto their slot receiver. That would be pretty awesome, having him doing some slot work, some back work. Zeke's going to start catching some balls again with them centering around him. C.D. Lamb, really, I think Dak will depend upon C.D. Lamb. Is C.D. Lamb the talent we all think he is? Or is he the king of being overrated, that guy that just lives for so long off of his name brand? Is he going to end up being a total bust? Yep. I mean, he's he, we've had him fairly high, but he's not anything spectacular. If he takes that next step, Dak's got a solid number one. Schultz is going to get some, t for this year at least, Schultz is going to get him some touchdowns. Zeke and Pollard will get theirs. And I'm a Gallup guy, and I think he'll be back soon enough. But until then, Tolbert's looking pretty money, and those young guys can fill in that spot in a real, fairly weak well, NFC East. Lack of weapons has never been a problem for Brett. Prescott he's always had weapons but he I mean like you said when he first come in he was really high he really played really well and I think he just tailed off gradually over the over the years he did have like those three straight years where he had six plus six plus rushing touchdowns so I mean it, I'm not gonna say he can't do this he absolutely can but we'll, we'll see that's a good that's a good one for us to like compare that throughout the year so yeah. look at we'll just keep so keep going look at that I mean pretty much the first, all of them, first 10, 12 are going to be pretty much the same. But the next issue is Tom Brady. I got Tom Brady way higher because do you realize Tom Brady threw the ball 720 times last year? Do you realize he might throw it 800 because they may not run the ball one time? 
he's and that's the only reason I got him up there, but just because he throws the ball so many times and he doesn't like the deep shot, he'll take he'll take a short one. It's no it's no big deal. So either way, he's gonna he's gonna pass a lot and score a lot of touchdowns. Yeah, and I'll be my first yeah, I'm with you, like the first ten guys, realistically, any of them could sort I mean you got the first two or three probably the first three guys, and everyone else is sort of um could be interchangeable. Who knows? Quarterback is just the center of the game that there's some terrible guys, but that's why we, I have 36 on my list versus 32. And I would be content in a one quarterback league with anybody on this list. That's on this page right here. Oh, Tom Brady, yeah. I'm rocking Tom Brady in a one quarterback league, mainly because Trey Lance is my backup, but because of a rookie draft last year was a dynasty, but I, I, I love, I love Tom Brady this year. I'll be curious who's going to be his security blanket. Because he does, he looks a little stronger sometimes with, with Gronk in there. So Evans is there. I mean, it looks like Godwin might be ready for the season, which well, is crazy. Russell Gage is studly. Brady still does fine. The other ten games, Gronk doesn't play. Yeah, true. Injury, injury, injury. <laughs> so I mean, he's got. I mean, whatever you want to say about Julio, he's still got Julio. Um, yeah. They've got Russell Gage. He's got Evans. He's got plenty of. Um, lifesavers there to drop the ball off to, and plus he got Fournette coming out of the backfield. So I don't think that, running backs. Yeah, I mean, he, they might, they may not ever run the ball ever, not one time. I, I think <laughs> a lot of the reports about Fournette are coming out to be kind of like meh, and they could have been smoking mirrors. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how that team does in the. I don't know. Like realistically, I just basically said I'm going to put the runners. And then the slingers. That's sort of what I got there. You got, you got. I got the studs in the top four. I, I put Dak right there in the, in the that, and then Herbert. I threw in with a lot of my runners. Like Wilson's a, not a super runner, but I think he's going to run a little bit. And then Hurts and Lance, and then I have my slingers: Brady, Stafford, Burrow, Rogers, Carr, Cousins, and Ryan. I think all of them. I could see any of them beating out the other guy there. I mean, Rogers yeah. is going to have a great year. He's 13. yeah. Every, like I said, nine through fifteen is all about. It's gonna be pretty much the same in every list. I mean, so I mean, like I said, all that's kind of kind of normal. Just one or two here that is gonna be different. Yeah, and I, th- I think on this list, the the guy, the the I guess the Mendoza line of fantasy football is Kirk Cousins. He's that guy that no one wants, but everybody likes when you have him because he'll he'll get you what you need. But you're like, I got Kirk Cousins, man. Yeah, I mean, he'll give you the same everything, same thing every year. Uh, number twelve quarterback. I mean, take it. I mean, I take it every year, especially yeah. when you pay for him. So. So 17 through 36, can you believe that it wasn't until page two that I put Tua? How, how proud of you are? How proud of me are you? I mean, that's – even you can't put Tua on the first page. I mean, I'm, Tua has – I mean, let's slow down. I know you're a Tua fan, but Tua has earned nothing yet. Um, no. So let's just – he, he still belongs on the second. I, I mean, I, I was hoping you'd put him on the second. Page. I had to use my brain over my heart. Huh. I mean, I, I I got him. Like, my guys, when I did do my list, I did chunk them. And I had two of Winston Fields and Lawrence all sorted together because they're the guys. To me, that is a chunk of guys that are could either do really well or just really fall on their face. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you got Lawrence. Everybody's hoping Lawrence comes back. Probably will. And then we got Fields the same way, but such a bad team evidently i haven't been keeping up much of the bears, bears. terrible so evidently their offensive line is terrible so we'll see and winston i mean if he stays healthy he's going to be a you know a good quarterback a good a quarterback too with some good games i, mean, I he, love winston we I mean, both he, love winston i mean he can have some big big blow-up games it wouldn't surprise me if he ends up being like a top 12 quarterback if he stays 
you know, if he can get in a full season, they let him sling it a little bit like they did back in the day. But, yeah, so, I mean, looking down at it, you know, that's kind of how I had it. Then you got Watson right there because you just don't know what's going on. So you got him right there in the middle. Makes sense. He'll probably finish better than all these guys by the end of the season when you really well, need so, As we're recording, we were talking about this prior to the show. NFL, it sounds like the NFL wants him out for the year. So that this could be a moot point till this podcast comes out. I mean, I don't know how long it's going to take them. They they submitted the paperwork. So I don't know how long their uh, Goodell is going to look at it before deciding what he's going to do. I mean, is he going to? Pretty sure the Goodell's already, I'm pretty sure Goodell's already decided what he's going to do. Yeah, but I mean, it, it took the judge a month to decide what to do. And they're, they're, what was she doing for a month? She, she was doing yeah, the I mean, case. Uh, for, yeah, you know. but. This whole, I mean, Goodell has known what he was going to do this whole time from the get-go. He was like, all right, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll play the game, but at the end of the day, I'm Roger Goodell, and I am the NFL. So I'll do whatever I want. So. But uh, if, you know, if I was Goodell, I'd be like, you know what, Browns? You decided to give this dude $1 million this year knowing he's going to get suspended. I'm going to make you wait a little bit. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we're waiting a couple of weeks. So this might be good for a week or two. But I did put a asterisk there. If it's six to eight games, I might – before I was talking to you before the last episode, I might move him higher and then just pick off one of these guys here to be my first six-week starter. Because if you can – if you are confident in yourself as a fantasy manager – I could ride Daniel Jones or Carson Wentz or somebody like that for a couple of weeks and then roll Watson into the playoffs so if I build it because then I'm building on two quarterbacks or getting someone off. Like I, I really was debating putting I told you before I might put him on here twice. But with the news the NFL is gonna go, like he's gonna end up being thirty seven. I really I, I think you're right. Well baseball I instead of from you is you think he's gonna get the season, don't you? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. If, I think they might want the season, but I don't think they'll give him the season. I think that's. What, I think from just what I gather, that seems like a little much at this point. Yeah. So never we'll tell. see how it goes. So looking down at the next couple of guys, you got the Joneses. All this is the same, but my this is probably my biggest issue in the whole draft. Like number twenty-seven. So you got Davis Mills at twelve. At twenty-seven. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you got Davis Mills at twenty-seven, which is fine. You can do whatever you want. But my issue is with the guy you got in front of him at 26. And that guy is Marcus Mariota. So at what point has Marcus Mariota really even earned anything? Like, right? He hasn't been a good quarterback at all in the NFL. I mean, he might have had a game here, a game there. And he might not even be the starter for when the season opens. But I have heard he seems to be playing well in camp. Good for you. You should play well in camp. Everybody should play well in camp. And if you don't, you don't belong in the NFL. So kudos. So we got a team that is completely dedicated to their quarterback in Davis Mills. And then we got Marcus Mariota, who doesn't might not even start the season as the starter, and he's ahead of him. See, I'm going with Mariota being the starter. I think he's going to go in. He's going to play like I'm worried with that one. Like that was one that was okay, all right, so cheering. You, that's fine. So you think he'll be the starter. That's fine. Yep. But when in Mariota's, what, eight-year career, seven-year career, has he proven to be a starter? 2016, 3,400 yards, 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Wow, so, he had, so, he's one for, so he's one for seven? And then the next year he – so, but Davis Mills has one year. He's a second year. He's a, they are both as much – I think Davis Mills is a little bit less lame duck because there's no one behind him. Okay, but at least – Mariota's going to hit the At least we know – but at least we know Davis Mills can be good. We already know Mariota's not good. I, I think Mariota's going to have a – the problem, like pretty much 26 down are the guys that worry me if they will 
end the season or or where they will end. Like Davis Mills is going to be the quarterback all year. What's he going to do? I, I could I would have no problem switching them. Um, so basically, would you where would you put Davis Mills on my numerical list here? Twenty two. Oh, I put Davis Mills right there with two of Winston Fields and Lawrence. In that time. Yep, right there in that time. You'll you'll see you'll see when you put. When um when we do the tiers, I mean he's right there with them because I think he's earned just as much in the NFL as Justin Fields. He's earned just as much in the NFL as Trevor Lawrence. He's earned just as much in the NFL as Tua. None of them guys have proven anything, so I think they all have earned the same thing in the NFL. They all deserve the same spot just because Davis Mills was a third rounder and these other guys were first rounders. They got they automatically got to be good better than Davis Mills, right? It's like Kirk Cousins is a third rounder. Yeah, and look at where Kirk Cousins is at. Where's RG three? <laughs> well, he got hurt. That's a different story. I mean, I'm rooting for him. I'm just worried of where where Houston's going to go, what they're going to do, and I hope I'm wrong. Like I, I really, really hope I'm wrong. But once again, for me, legs in the in the fantasy game overtakes it. That it's I think Mariota's going to run a lot, but I, I might have messed up. But we'll see. Oh, I think. I mean, hey, she like me. I'm not. Hey. That's how you think it's gonna go. You're gonna go, but I got. I just. I can't let my boy go out like that. <laughs> and he is part of my. If I were to tier him, he would be him and there. He's the tier basically from Deshaun Watson to Davis Mills is all my tier there that I'm looking at. But before we go to this Davis, is why I don't. That's why I don't do rankings because that's just you know we'll just throw them in there. For me, just I got. I'll just throw them all in one big group. That way I don't have to sit there and worry about which one's better than me because they're all exactly the same. For me, I think for me the way my brain works is I, I do it all as a combo. Like I don't think there's one system that's great. Like some people are like diehard numbers, some people diehard tiers. Oh, yeah. I think there's a combo. If if you put them together, that's the perfect system in figuring out there. Like so, if I'm within here and I go from Watson to Mills is my, I mean those guys I'm looking at like a QB three and a super flex, um, and I look in there and I'm like, am I willing to set with Mills? Sure, but once I know that in, I'm in the middle, it it sort of works its way. It That's gives what, me an order of who I'd prefer. Dave, I think Davis Mills's upside is better than Golf, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, Carson Wentz, and Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I'm just a golf guy. Just going upside alone. Yeah, you're a golf guy because what? Golf had one. How did golf start his career out? Do you remember that? We I pulled it up during the show. Remember I should how, have had it. Remember how bad that was? Golf had a money season. Let's see, Jerry. No, not his. Not his first season. His first season, he he played seven games and had a pretty terrible time. Yeah, exactly. And then he wasn't good until McVay came in. His second season, he had thirty-eight hundred yards, twenty-eight touchdowns, and seven interceptions. His third season, forty-six hundred. His fourth season, forty-six hundred. Fifth season, twenty-nine hundred. I'm going to say that Sean McVay is greater than Lovey Smith as an offensive quarter, offensive coach. Oh, absolutely. But Jared Goff isn't with Sean McVay right now. <laughs> yes. He's with Dan Campbell, my boy. He did pretty good things. Anyway, so before we get to JJ Wangs, we want to remind you of our brand new sponsor, Underdog. If you join an Underdog, you can get up to $100 matched in Underdog money. Just use the promo code Couriers, C-O-U-R-I-E-R-S, or just follow the link in our notes. Join us in there. In the next couple of weeks, we're going to Get some contests started with us. We might even have the JJ Wang Invitational, the DJ Dove Bracket. We'll see what we can get together to have some fun time together with y'all. But jump on in, join with the code Couriers, and we're going to rock some underdog this year and have a great time together.
Yeah, I mean, I, I had a good time the last time. It was a little more fun than I anticipated, even though I did forget we were in a best ball and I only drafted one tight end. So that's cool. <laughs> my, my buddy mentioned that when we were chatting last night. He's like, does JJ realize he took one tight end? I, I said, do. I, I don't think he did. I said, well, I, I've also pulled him into the, the best ball stuff, kicking and screaming, but he's seeming to enjoy it. And um, <laughs> I always forget it's 18 rounds. Like, realistically, I, I made was, my last pick. I thought like, it was, oh. I forgot. I didn't know it was the last round either when I drafted my last guy. Yeah, I had no. I thought I had another. I thought I had another pick on the wrap around. I was like, "Well, that's cool." My brain had twenty because I did one on underdog. I forget what it was that it was a twenty rounder. So my brain has been twenty in the last two I've done. I got to figure this out. I got to re read the rules as a lesson of this. So anyway, there's no other tight end going to be better than Kyle Pitts anyway. So except for that week, Kyle Pitts doesn't play. That's zero. We'll get into those guys later, but now the JJ Wang. Do you like that background, dude? Isn't that pretty cool? That's pretty nice. Oh, that's yeah, a scary you shining there. Oh, so, JJ Wang, tell them what tiers are. So, tiers is just guys that you like in a bundle. So, if you don't like one, two, three, four, five, and we all think they're all the same, so why number them, right? So, we just throw them in that first tier. So, you got those first five guys, you know, in that tier that you would want to draft. And then you jump into that next two. But then you got to realize, is this tier more important than this tier as along when it goes to other other guys? To me, it's just easier than um, ranking when it comes to actual rank. I have to put numbers beside it. Cause I like doing it just like – I like Kyler Murray just as I like – just as much as I like Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson. I think they're all the same. So whether you take them five or eight, it really doesn't matter. Okay. So let's look here. Like you got the – you have Tom Brady there in the tier one. Yes, it says Tom Beatty. Um, if you're watching YouTube right now, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. I, I was noticing there, and I'm like, oh man, how did I miss that? So if you're watching YouTube, it will be fixed. It'll on our um on our other end, but it'll make for fun banter while we're sitting here recording the episode. It's fine with me, man. Um, hey, we so, all know what it means. But yeah, that that right there is the big blah blah boom. That that's where. It, that's where you're planting your flag as your J.J. Wang riskiest pick of the tiers, wouldn't you say? Well, I mean, he's going to throw the ball 800 times. That's 200 more than anybody else. I mean, I don't know if he's going to throw, but he threw for 720 last year. I can only see that going up if he's playing all 17 games. He's going to throw the ball 50 times a game. It's going to be crazy. That's the only reason he's up there, because he's going to throw the ball so much. Hey, that's... <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> I I got nothing for you on there. Like that's a, that's that that's your. I would say that's that should be. We should do a show. Re that could be close to your boldest prediction. Yeah, I mean, like like you said it last year, and we all laughed at you when you said it last year. He's like, no, there's no way Tom Brady's going to do it. But he threw the ball seven hundred and twenty times. The greatest quarterback is throwing the ball that much. Do you know how efficient he makes? 720 passes yeah 67 percent completion rate it's crazy so i mean that's, that's all right i did he was my qb1 last year wasn't he yeah and he was yes. I, I am an expert what am i saying here um, yeah. but he fell off the earth at the end of the year but i mean that's why he's i mean that's why he's there yeah, because yeah, he was last year. I believe I'm trying to pull up um, game logs here. My friend, my problem with him, he got me last year. He played so so well, and then in the in the in round one of the fantasy playoffs, 
214 yards and one interception. Round two, 232 yards and one interception. The rest of the year was stellar. So that's my that could be where I am. I'm stuck in that Tom Brady. I'm so mad at you because he crushed. I had a team that was rolling. That came from the dumpsters to the just, top of the league, and then just poof. remember, Dak did the exact same thing. But he wasn't on my team. <laughs> that, I think I traded Kyler later for him. I was I wasn't in the playoffs in that league. That's I think he's my Dak. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's yeah, it's the same thing. But Tom Brady will throw the ball on more. And then tier two, we're looking at the runners. That's that's the that's the runner group. That's the guys who are one knee shot away from being done. Kyler got paid. Lamar is playing for that contract. I had him as my fantasy MVP on our last episode. That's why he was my picture. I, I should have put Tom Brady as your picture up there. Um, and Jalen Hurts. And it's funny. I'd say Jalen Hurts is probably, no matter who, everybody ranks him, puts him in tears about this point. But he's a guy in the fantasy community that is so polarizing yeah i mean I, I mean honestly if you ask me all four of these guys are because i mean the variable is either the variable can be qb1 or literally like qb25 you know that's yeah. how crazy but we all know this they're definitely most likely going to be qb1 most likely but that's why i, can start, that's why I kind of separated them i know the first four they're probably going to give me exactly what pretty much what i asked and then this next four is just it, whether or not you want to take the make, take the risk or not. Just the variable is a little more with the tier two guys. Yeah, it makes sense. And then uh, I'm all aboard Trey Lance trains. So let's go. Uh, I think a lot of people are all aboard the Trey Lance train. So it's a it's it's, it's a it's a crowded train that hopefully I really really hope doesn't derail. Or I've got a team that's on quick trip to derail, especially after. I got um, a couple. Uh, so the hot news that Mark that Hollywood got arrested for criminal speeding. He must have been going really fast. Okay. But that we'll talk about that on Monday. Uh tier three, these are the these are the guys that are just gonna throw the ball a lot. I mean Wilson's gonna run some, but these other guys it's, it's just it's the throw ball group and your your despisement for Dak just made you put him in there because you know he's good. Um <laughs> but yeah, that's like uh, Aaron Rodgers could easily be sitting there in the Brady box, couldn't he? Oh absolutely. Oh, absolutely, but and look, look. So I'll put it like this: If Aaron Rodgers throws the ball seven hundred and twenty times, Aaron Rodgers will be my QB number one. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers ain't going to throw the ball seven hundred and twenty times. He'll probably throw the ball five hundred and fifty times. That's a huge, huge difference. So that's the only, that's why Aaron Rodgers. That's why all these guys. It's Joe Burrow, the same thing. If he was throwing the ball that much, he'd be up there. Because they're they're efficient with their throws. Which guy in this list here? And I got a bold prediction. Do you think has the best chance of being a in that tier one, if not close to QB one at the end of the year? I think the only one that can honestly do that is Aaron Rodgers. Bold prediction. Throw Derek Carr up there. I mean, it could be. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if I'm that high on Derek Carr, but like I said, I've been high on Derek Carr this whole time. I just think with. Okay. With what he has, you have Josh Jacobs, who doesn't want to play football anymore. That's my theme of the offseason. You got a stud receiver for number one, a, a, a growing stud receiver at two. Waller's not going to be double teamed. The, the rookie's going to be in there pounding some, and they'll probably teach him to catch. I mean, I just think Derek Carr is going to surprise some people, and people are – he could be a league-winning quarterback because you'll have so much built up and get him so late. That's possible. I mean, like I said, if he's throwing the ball, you know, 625, 600 feet, but okay, he's got to get more touchdowns. 
he's got to break that 30 touchdown barrier. He's got to get 30 to 35 touchdowns for him to have to be able to call it. Probably more than that in order in order to be QB one. Yeah, but yeah. Are, to be QB one, you got to get over 40 touchdowns. Yes, the the yards the yards are there, but the, are the touchdowns going to be there? I think that's the thing with Carr. Yeah, Carr threw it 626 times last year with uh, yeah. the puppet show of. But he doesn't have. So. But he doesn't have any touchdowns. Yeah, no, yeah. So, so it'll, and I think in the West, I mean, Bert, uh, Wilson and Carr and Mahomes and Herbert, their stats probably will be a little escalated this year because it's going to be Wild West shootout, man. I think those All are right, four guys I, to keep an eye on. I think anytime that any of those teams are on the field, it's going to be a Wild West shootout. It doesn't matter who they're playing. Uh, pretty much, I think pretty much every NFL game at this point is just going to be a Wild West shootout. Wait till the Bears play the Jaguars or something. That's not going to be a lot. <laughs> I don't think they play, but it's probably going to be in um, seven to three. Uh, it might be in Europe, so it's probably going to be even worse. <laughs> Jet lag and no points. Ah, <laughs> okay, let's oh, let's go back to tiers four through six. I, I hope you like the picture on there. I thought oh, you were yeah. your hero. Yeah, I had right to put there. your hero on there, and your hero is right there in tier four, as you were talking about before. And you, you do have Matt Ryan and Zach Wilson in there. You got Zach Wilson in there. I forgot about that. Yeah, Zach Wilson. I, I he's he's the guy on Monday. I talked on the earlier show. I I he I can say yes. He'll be in there, kind of like Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. He's got decent players to throw to that they should be able to carry him. I just I do not trust what he can do, where he's going to go, and it's. And until the Jets prove me otherwise, like I'm sitting here, I'm sitting on Garrett Wilson going, do I keep Garrett Wilson or do I try to trade him? His value could either go way higher or never be higher. Like his value right now is super high. But when Zach Wilson starts throwing the ball, oh my goodness. But if, cause if you look at Elijah Moore last year, I believe his stats were better with white. Um, no, nah, maybe I'm not, I can't, I can't answer that. I'm not sure. But evidently, Elijah Moore is looking really good in camp, but yeah, so he's uh, taking over the one. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I don't. I think the potential is there. I mean, like there's a lot of rookies who didn't have very good seasons. He was on a bad team, so I don't want to say I'm giving him a pass, but I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I've kind of grown on Zach Wilson over the last couple of weeks, so like I said, I'm rooting for him, but I'm kind of rooting for him. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't take him over Winston Jones, Jones Wentz, golf. And right there is probably where my line would be. I would definitely take him over golf. You know what? I'd probably take him over Mac. I, you know what? I just don't like Mac Jones. I, I don't like Mac Jones either, but I think you know what? Matt, at this point, you know you're my for... what if Mac Jones doesn't even finish the season? What if Mac Jones just turns out to suck? Isn't it, is it Zap? Is Zappy? Zappy? Bailey Zappy. Yep. Zappy, yeah. Zappy, yeah. He's got a big cannon. He's got a cannon of an arm. He can get yeah, the ball down the field. Him. He's, he's, he, he, what they're going to do is they're going to convert him to slot receiver. They're going to call him Wes Welker, and they're going to let Mac Jones. But Mac Jones is – he's going to be the new Kirk Cousins-Mendoza line. He's not going to do – like he'll be lower than Kirk, but he'll be that line of like, this is who I want for QB2 because I know he's not going to do a lot, but I know he's not going to do a little, and that, and he's going to be there for like a decade or two. Like it's, he's, it scares me that he's going to be there because I want the Patriots just to be terrible. So maybe having Mac Jones keeps him terrible. Um, Daniel Jones is intriguing. I don't like him at all. I'm not a Daniel Jones guy, but I like what they're building around him. And most guys depend upon the receiver. If Saquon is healthy-ish or what Saquon should be, because he's he's the underachieving running back of the decade, 
Daniel Jones could really flourish. He could make some big jumps this year, which would be interesting to see if he does that. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a long shot. Like I say, I, I'm not going to say I don't like Daniel Jones, but I'm going to say I like him either. I mean, I would probably never draft Daniel Jones. So. I, I'd need to be out. There was a point where I almost had to because quarterbacks fell off this one super fast. I mean, it so wouldn't fast. Would I be surprised if he had a good year? Probably not. But if I was a gambling man, I would say he doesn't have that great of a year. He does have some of the most hilarious, like, Twitter comments that people are just, like, joking. Daniel Jones' pass was so bad he hit blah, 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 blah. And it uh, just – it cracks me up. But uh, I notice, interestingly enough, there's no Ritter or Pickett on this list. Oh, yeah. I just – I was – I just – Gave up on putting all the names in because I was just going to come on and be like, yeah, the rest of the quarterbacks, just put them all in tier six. Okay, so I was going to ask, would they be six or would they be seven? Uh, I guess tier seven because these guys are the starters, and then they those guys would come in and be like the next, like the starter for them, replacing them. So, yeah, I would put them in like a tier seven, just below these guys. I didn't really. What about Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph? <laughs> well, that's at this point, he's in tier seven because he might be starting for the Steelers. How, how, how crazy is that? And my last question for you here, because we both put him on there. How desperate would you have to be to draft Geno Smith? I have no idea. I don't, I don't think I could be desperate enough. Like, How bad did the rest of your draft go that you're, it's come down to you having to draft Geno Smith? Like, if you've got to draft Geno Smith, you should probably quit playing fantasy because you have failed yourself and you have failed the integrity of fantasy football. 14-league super flex? You okay, maybe to. maybe then you have to. But all right, in certain cases, like you said, if we were playing the 2QB super flex, yeah, sure, I might <laughs> pick up Geno Smith. But then again, I probably still wouldn't. But <laughs> You'll super flex a tight end before Geno Smith? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I can find a running back that can probably score more. I didn't say I said tight end. We're tight end. That's definitely not tight end. Oh, JJ. So uh, quarterback is the most important person on a real football team. It's interesting how it can depend upon league variance as to if it's more important in your league. So know your league. I, I was in a league recently where we did drafts, and quarterbacks only got four points per reception versus some give six uh, per, per touchdown. Sorry, versus some get six points per touchdown. So make sure you know your rules. So you're not like JJ and myself who are forgetting to draft players or not think are thinking the draft is over. But if you draft, if you're in a four point quarter, single quarterback and you're drafting a quarterback in the second round, man, you're in trouble. Whereas yeah. there's six point running backs, PP, you know, just pay attention to your rules. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty key to, like, it's pretty key to anything you play, right? Yeah. Like, know the, know the rules. It's kind of like me re refereeing. Like, I referee a bunch of sports. In some sports, I don't even know the rules, and I try to referee. You know how hard it is to referee a sport when you don't know the rules? You get some pretty you get some pretty bad looks from the parents, and I guess that's where the bad referee comes in, because I tried to referee volleyball one time. Look, I have no idea what's going on out there. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, had, I had these old ladies sit behind me. Dave was giving me dirty looks. I was like, look, ladies, I'm sorry. I'm out here to help these these young kids just get through a game. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> okay, JJ, give us some quarterback wisdom for the weekend. Oh man, I didn't know I was gonna do this. But I, like you said, I was just gonna like they're important, right? This is where this is where you start and kind of pretty much end. Like if you don't have a good quarterback, you're not probably gonna have a very good season, I would guess. Right. So, because they score the most points. I mean, some of these guys are putting up 30 points a game. 
Like how many other, there's only like what, two or three other players in each position that are putting up that many. There's like 15 quarterbacks. So, I mean, you got to get those points while you can because they don't last long. And so, um, well, what is it? Trust yourself and trust the process. That's what it is. Thank <laughs> you.